Hello, hello, this is Sherry from the Sherry K. Hoff Show, where we focus on living joyfully in your life and business. You can reach us at SherryKHoff.com. That's S-H-E-R-I-K-A-Y-E-H-O-F-F.com. My guest, Julie B., is an award-winning entrepreneur, a leader of leaders, and an, an engaging storyteller. She helps business owners step into a leader of leaders role through consulting, key employee coaching programs, and speaking engagements. Julie has spoken for 14 plus years on topics, including leadership, management, employee engagement, and morale, workplace culture, business ownership, and entrepreneurship. Julie's leadership insights have been featured on Fast Company, Forbes, Thrive Global, and many more. Her forthcoming book with Matt Holt Books, The Business Owner's Guide to Burnout, is scheduled to hit bookshelves in early 2024. Matt Holt Books is an imprint of Ben Bella Books, Publishers of Traction. Hi, Julie. How are you today? I'm so excited that you're here and we have a lot to talk about. Sherry, I am really excited to be here too. I'm doing well and looking forward to this interview. Yeah. So one of your hot topics that I think is so appealing and and we all run into at different times in our lives as business owners, but you and you have a book coming out too on um, on business burnout. Tell us what it is and you know how how we can overcome it maybe and how devastating it can be. I I know that a lot of people stay stuck in this for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll start with my own personal story with this. And it's, it's a short story uh, that took a long time building. But um, this time last year, so August of 2021, I had a lot on my plate. And I ended up having a panic attack. And I thought I was having a heart attack. Uh, ended up going to the emergency room. And other than my blood pressure being a little high, um, everything was everything otherwise checked out okay. And the doctor basically said, look, you had a panic attack, take it easy, et cetera. Easier said than done for a business owner. So I knew I was burned out. My friends were telling me, Julie, you are burned out. You're doing too much. You've got to get stuff off your plate. And I, I knew I was burned out. So why I didn't listen to them, I don't know. But after that happened, I, I took about two weeks off of work, just unexpectedly, just two weeks off. I had to unfortunately resign from a leadership position I had in a local volunteer organization kind of abruptly because I just couldn't handle all of the things anymore. And after I kind of came out of that, I started looking for resources on burnout. And there's a lot about burnout in the corporate setting. There's a lot about burnout in medical students or any students really, or, you know, for doctors, even veterinarians have their own burnout uh, resources, but there really wasn't something specifically for business owners. And what I had uh, realized is that there are some very specific reasons business owners go into burnout that I do think are different than other professions. It's not better. It's not worse. It's just different. And the more I dug into it, the more I've realized there, there needs to be resources around this for business owners. And so I started writing a a 
basically a program that ultimately turned into a book uh, that, that's going to be published here in a, in a year or so. So that's kind of uh, how I ended up getting into this whole business owner burnout um, world. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the signs of burnout as opposed to just, you know, we know um, running a business is fun and most people who decide to run a business have, you know, a high tolerance for risk and a high tolerance for adventure and unpredictable things. (laughs) So what's the difference between just normal business and when you're getting to that point of burnout? You know, burnout can come in, and I, I I say it's in kind of three different phases. You've got attentional burnout, you get emotional burnout, and you get physical burnout. And they don't necessarily go in any sort of order, but it, what I do find is they kind of do go, well, either attentional or emotional usually shows up first, and then you get into physical burnout. And, you know, the signs for business owners especially I would say at the attentional level are things like you struggle to make decisions. You have people coming to you who say, Hey, have you made a decision on that yet? Hey, have you made a decision on that yet? If you normally make a decision fairly quickly and you are finding that your key people are asking you repeatedly to make a decision, that is an indication that you might be into burnout. Um, that's what I call indecision and inaction. If you can't move forward with something, that's something to start paying attention to. Um, another sign is if you, for example, when you go to a networking event or talk to somebody you haven't seen in a while and they ask you how you're doing, a lot of us will say, I'm good busy. It's not just I'm busy. It's I'm good busy. And what I'm seeing and what I, what I realized in myself and in other business owners is when you have to qualify the kind of busy you are, that's also a sign that you might be into burnout. So those are just a couple of things that I think are unique to business owners. Um, the signs of burnout are pretty similar to what other people experience. You know, you might be so tired that you can't. I've literally talked to business owners who are so tired they can't get out of bed in the morning because they are so burned out. You know, some of those signs are the same that you might see in other professions, but it's more about kind of why business owners get into burnout than um, than the signs of it that I think are, are really different for business owners versus other professionals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think too, when I look back, you know, we started our businesses around the kind of the same time I started in 2007. And you started in 2008. And of mm-hmm. course, we both have had different iterations of our business o- businesses over the years. But um, when I look at my history over the last, you know, 15 years, you know, I've had different moments of different levels of burnout. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I had a moment where I realized I hadn't taken a vacation in two years. Mm-hmm. And when I had that moment, it was like this big aha for me that one of the main reasons I started my business was to have freedom of schedule. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't know at the time I made the decision, but I decided I was going to take six really awesome vacations that year. And so I went big and I actually didn't take six. I took seven mm-hmm. and I anticipated that, you know, my productivity might go down a little bit, but my business actually grew more when mm-hmm. I did that and I made that decision. And so, you know, I often find that the more I pare down, the more, um, 
the less I work, the better my business does. <laughs> and, and as long as it's intentional, not like, you know, oh, I'm wiped out, I'm not going to do that. But but the idea of scheduling most of my work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and having lots of four-day weekend, you know, travel things and lots of self-care is something that really helps. But it's it's also, it's not just that physical, oh, I need a vacation thing. You know, I've had moments where, I needed to take my business in a different direction with what, um, you know, I was teaching or what I wanted to do or what I wanted to release out to the public. And um, leading up to that, you know, people can confuse those symptoms, like even with depression. Mm -hmm. And so what I've learned about myself is when I start to feel like that, of course, I check in, you know, is this really depression? Mm Because depression is the serious illness. But I've learned to sort of embrace it like, okay, this is the precursor to my next amazing thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't throw everything out that I'm doing, but it's maybe adding something new or, you know, paring something down or reshaping it. Yeah, one of the one of the pushbacks I often hear when I first start talking about burnout with someone is I I do talk about making space and immediately, you know, your brain flips to I don't have any space, I don't have any more time. And the reality is it isn't always about making more time. Sometimes it is, but it's it's more about making space. And and that space can literally be physical space for Maybe you need to go to a different part of your office to work on certain things that you don't work on when you're sitting in your normal space. It can be space for different types of energy flow. Like maybe your mornings are where you have most of your energy. Or like you said, you know, you do most of your work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So, you know, like those are your days where you're just really probably on high energy. And then maybe the other times of the week, you're maybe not quite as high as an energy. And so it's, you've got to be able to make space in the way that you need, in the way that you need it. What I tell people is it's not necessarily about slowing down. It's not necessarily a slower pace. It's a more prioritized one. It's a more sustainable and better prioritized pace. That's what you're looking for. And I think that is really the key to addressing burnout, especially for business owners. It isn't about stopping or slowing down. It's about continuing with work that you prioritize and figuring out how to manage and delegate, eliminate, you know, maybe wait for something to wait for a project and do maybe certain projects later, put those off for a little while. It's about reprioritization. Hmm. Hmm. So valuable, and um, and you know, I think it's really important for people to look at their natural wheelhouse. You know, their natural strengths. You know, what mm-hmm. is what is the natural thing that you just really flow to? And mm-hmm. um, so for me, you know, I'm one of those rare people that I'm actually very organized, but I'm also very creative. But my natural state is to be creative and be able to do things on a whim and to not have rigid, rigid, structured schedules. Mm-hmm. So how I accommodate myself is I'll put big chunks of time in my calendar and I'll just call it 
whatever you want, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so sometimes it's work on, on something. Sometimes it's doing yoga for that time, or mm-hmm. sometimes it's just, you know, resting. It's, it's whatever I want in, uh, in that space. And that gives me that freedom. So when I do have the things that are scheduled, like my podcast interviews and my client appointments, I, you know, I function highly there as well because I'm catering to that part of me that wants to not be rigidly scheduled. And that that's white space in your calendar. You know, mm-hmm. that's but that's it's more than just your calendar. It's giving yourself that those margins, if you will, to do what you want to do. Like you know that about you. Some business owners, they want to have things block scheduled mm-hmm. and you know, good for them. I'm like mm-hmm. you. And so most of my mornings, at least three mornings a week, I have that time of I might script the podcast, I might write my book, I might uh, create social media posts, but I know I need to do something either creative or it needs to be something along the lines of meditating, journaling, or, um, you know, just honestly thinking. Sometimes I literally just sit and think in the morning Mm -hmm. for three mornings a week. And, and that all comes back to knowing yourself and knowing what type of space you need, and then actually protecting the space once you create it. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good advice. So, um, well, I'm looking forward to that book of yours that's coming out. Thank you. I'm <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, yeah, I bet. <laughs> so, also, um, you bring up this point of how, the importance of core values. So, mm-hmm. does that tie into burnout, or you know, where is the core value space? You know, according to Julie. Yeah, so it definitely ties into burnout, and I will say that the reason I ended up in burnout last year was that I was living outside of my core values. I didn't know that until I actually made space for myself to to take a look at that. But if you if you go very far outside your core values for for too long, like if you're making decisions that aren't aligned with your with your values. Um, an example, an, an example of this that I like to give is some people have competition as a core value, and there's no there's no right or wrong when it comes to well, maybe there's some that I wouldn't go down the road of, but you know, competition is great for some some business owners. But so if you are competitive and that's one of your core values, and then you you don't make sure you're you're putting yourself in situations where you don't have the chance to be competitive, or you're making decisions that are too easy, maybe, um, or you're setting goals that are, you know, maybe not not high enough for yourself, you are making decisions that are outside of your core values. And if you do that for too long, you are going to burn out, like, it's just a matter of time. And so I do believe that one thing that is crucial for business owners to know is their personal core values. And that is separate from your company's core values. That is separate from, you know, your culture and your mission and your vision at your company. This is your personal core values. Because if you make decisions at in any part of your life that are out, out of alignment with those, eventually, if you don't course correct, um, at, at, at best, it's going to kick, give you a, a swift kick in the pants. And I would say at worst, you do end up burning out. And that's what, you know, you want to hopefully prevent. Mm-hmm. Good points. I'm thinking about how, um, you know, one of the 
one of the courses that I teach is on abundance and, you know, how important abundance is and how we can be more abundant. And, um, and so a lot of times people hear abundance and they think money only. Mm. Well, very few of my decisions about what I do is actually based around money because I don't really have money by itself as a core value for myself. Mm-hmm. And anytime I find myself doing something that aligns with money as a core value, um, mm-hmm. I, I get to that burnout stage. So, mm-hmm. so for me, it's not money. It's what does money do for you? Does, mm-hmm. you know, money let you have vacations? Does money let you be really good to other people? Does money provide a nice lifestyle? So for me, it's never money for the sake of money. And so that, you know, that's an example of me uh, of lining up with my core values and realizing that. And some of the times throughout my lifetime, the least happy moments of my life were when I made a decision clear solely based on money and benefits, <laughs> you know, back when I was in the corporate world and, you know, knowing that the corporate culture felt stifling and, um, and that it wasn't a place where I could truly be me. Um, not, I mean, I had some fantastic corporate jobs too, but it were, it was those moments where I made a decision that didn't quite align. So mm-hmm. for people who are listening, really, you know, listen closely to this because it's to me, uh, path of least resistance. You're going with the ease and flow of what you naturally are. Mm-hmm. It's really important to pay attention to that. And and it, it can change over time. And I, I, that's what happened to me, that my core values, I had set them and I knew them, you know, and I was living them. And then what I didn't, what I didn't recognize is that a few of them had changed and my decision making and my companies and where I was heading hadn't changed with them. And, and, you know, hindsight is 2020, but when I look at how I ended up burning out so badly, it was because one of my core values for the longest time was loyalty. And that eventually became a detriment to me. Not, not that I'm not loyal. I am loyal, but it's not one of my core values now. You know, it's, it's more about openness and, and being uh, courageous, having courage and, and support being supportive. That's, that's a big, uh, important core value to me. And so I still get the loyalty in there, but it's not, it's not to my detriment now, like it was mm-hmm. uh, a few years ago. Yeah, that's, that's a good one to talk about. Because, um, you know, I actually place a high value, like when I um, think about my optimal client, my optimal client is loyal, like loyalty is one of those things. But not like you said, loyalty to their detriment or my detriment. And when you mentioned competition, I kind of laughed a little bit inside because, you know, I grew up a very competitive person. You know, I did sports, I competed for scholarships, I, you know, always wanted to be the best. And anytime I wasn't the best, it really bothered me. And, um, and I'm still competitive. Like if when we play family volleyball, you know, I I try as hard as I can, you know. <laughs> um, but but the outlet in business has changed. Like mm-hmm. I don't feel like I have to be better than this coach or better than that coach. I feel like we have space for we all there's space for all of us. And so it's interesting how things change over time that um that that competition, you know, it serves people really well in a lot of ways, you know, it Mm -hmm. makes you strive and do better. But, um, 
but it shifted for me. It's still there a little bit in my personality and, you know, the level of importance and my kids all did sports and, Mm -hmm. you know, we're highly competitive um, within sports. So just great, great, great examples. So, (laughs) yeah, well, and I was, you know, I always tell newer business owners that their their competitors can often be a great strength for them because one, it means you have a market. It means people are actually buying what you're wanting to sell. And two, you don't have to make the market. You don't have to like explain it to people what it is you're selling. (laughs) And down the road, I think over time, what you learn is kind of what you describe. Um, And it, and it probably goes along with your abundance mindset as well, that, you know, there is, there are plenty of business owners. If you're coaching business owners, there are plenty of business owners that need coaching as a service. So whether they become your client or my client, it's going to depend on, you know, which, who, who can serve them better. And if, you know, there's always another business owner that, that needs help. So I think, you know, in that specific example, my experience has been that actually having a smaller, a small group of peers who could be considered my competitors is very, very helpful because not only do they understand business in general, but they understand business in my industry. And they have time and again proved to be just a wealth of resources. Um, now, trust was built over time, obviously. But right. now that I have that core group of people who could be considered my competitors, they're some of the first people I go to to ask for advice yeah. on certain things because they already know the industry and the struggles that we face. Yeah, and the referrals just flow mm-hmm. back and forth. The assistance, the referrals, the willingness to to help out. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I like the coaching space so much is, Mm -hmm. you know, there is, I mean, there's still competition, there's still people who don't want to help you. But it's I find it's very rare. And like you said, trust is so important. Mm -hmm. So how can people find you if they you know, if they're thinking, hey, I really want to know more about Julie, what's the best way for them to find you? Yeah, so the best way is to go to my website. It's thejuliebee.com. That's T-H-E-J-U-L-I-E-B-E-E.com. That's the best way to find me. And then all of my social media accounts are there. My podcast is there. You can read all the stuff that you want to read there about me. That's the best way. Well, that's great, everyone. I encourage you to check that out. And I've really enjoyed having you here today. Thank you so much, Julie. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I wanted to go back. Um, I usually ask people, what are the one or two things that you'd like to have people take home today as far as, you know, the the important thing that they can get started on right away today? Yeah, so I think two things. One, especially for business owners, know what burnout looks like on you. Know what your signs of burnout are so that the next time it comes around, um, you're more aware and can hopefully prevent it before it goes into full-on burnout. That's really near and dear to my heart right now. And the second thing is, and this kind of ties into core values, but define success for yourself, not by what somebody else has defined, not by, if you want to define it by money, that's, you know, go for it, but make sure it's for you and not for some standard of success that you were taught when you were younger, just make sure that you're defining success for yourself. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much. And I'm glad we got that in. And, um, and I know people have things that can just get started on right away. Thanks, Julie.
This episode is sponsored by the Live In Your Vision course for creating your optimal life. This course is for creating and fulfilling your dream. Make your dreams your reality instead of a someday idea. Set your vision for your life in motion. Move from trying to be just a little bit better and shift to deliberately creating the life you want at the level you want. Most people are not purposely thinking small. They just have never considered or allowed themselves to think bigger or even on an epic level. Even big thinkers, perhaps you're one of them, often say, I just don't have time to devote to developing a detailed vision of how I want my life to be. What's stopping you from creating your vision the way you really want it? What if you let go of anything that is stopping or blocking you? What if you stepped into your creative zone and designed a compelling vision that drove all of your daily habits and decisions? You can check out the Living Your Vision course at sherrykayhoff.com. That's S-H-E-R-I-K-A-Y-E-H-O-F-F.com. And you'll want to go to the coaching and courses tab.